0: Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's common sense conservative commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right, I love this American ride.
1: Well, we did it, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Friday to you, Todd Starnes, your friendly neighborhood broadcaster. We are are not broadcasting from a gulag just yet, but hang on. That could change. Uh, wow. Broadcasting today on 140 rock-solid conservative patriotic radio stations across the Fruited Plain. Uh, so happy that you have made us your choice, noon to 3 Eastern. Uh, we have a lot to get through today, folks. And uh, right out of the gate, I want to talk about these, um, these comments from Mrs. Bill Clinton, Hillary Rodham Clinton, um, the former First Lady is very upset about um, all of you gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorables. Irredeemable, I believe, is the word she used to describe you. I, ladies and gentlemen, not irredeemable. I have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Can I get an amen, America? So Hillary Clinton is uh, very upset with all you folk, and uh, she has a few things to say. Uh, first of all, it turns out that Hillary Clinton and Joseph Stalin share, share a very similar political philosophy. They want to jail and re-educate their political enemies. Now, I'm going to play some audio here, um, and uh, this is the, the w- you know what, we'll play the longer version of this a little bit later, but this is the part everybody's talking about today, where Hillary Clinton said, all of you, all of you Trump supporters need to be Reprogrammed. Now, I want you to understand, this was not said as a joke. This was said very matter-of-factly. There was no smile. There was no smirk. There was no ha-ha. It was, the. this is what Hillary Clinton believes needs to happen to anyone who supports Donald John Trump, cut number one. Okay. Mm-hmm. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those MAGA extremists um, take their marching orders from Donald
2: Trump, who has no credibility left by any measure he's only in it for himself he's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions and when do they break with him you know because at some point you know maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members
1: but
3: something needs to happen
1: a formal deprogramming of the cult members that is the the key word here now i want you to understand something Hillary is not the first person to bring this up. Back in 2020, and we had we had this over on our website, Toddstearns.com. When Bernie Sanders was running for the Democrat nomination, James O'Keefe recorded secretly recorded a campaign staffer, a Bernie Sanders campaign staffer saying that Trump supporters should they win, should Bernie Sanders win, one of the first things they were planning to do was to round up all of the Trump supporters and send them to the gulags. That was the exact wording that the guy used. The gulags. This is this is coming right out of the Soviet playbook, ladies and gentlemen. So again, we talk a lot in uh, we talk a lot on this program. And Miss Janice, give us a call back. Uh, I saw you on hold there. Um, we see, we see a lot in the. Um, in, in the media world, we see a lot in the world of punditry about um, hyperbole, right? Everybody speaks, oh, it's the most important election of our lifetime. Oh, you know, if so-and-so gets elected, they're going to lose, you know, we're going to lose the country. This is not hyperbole, what I'm about to tell you. You see, um, in my position, I, I, not just as a talk radio host, but I'm, a, a, I'm an observer of culture. I'm a student of history. I've written eight books on this subject and as a matter of fact uh, one of the major polling agencies out there said that yours truly was one of the major influencers of the evangelical vote in the 2016 presidential election the one that brought us donald john trump so i'm not speaking out the wazoo here but you have to put the puzzle pieces together to understand what's happening you see, this, every single thing the Democrats do does not happen in a vacuum. There is, a, there is something else going on here, and I want to explain to you what that is. You see, we are in the throes of a socialist takeover of our nation. Have they succeeded? No, they have not. That's why this talk show exists. That's why we're electing America First conservatives to Capitol Hill and to our state houses. And the reason why we are doing that is to stop the left from taking over and turning us into a socialist nation. That's what's going on here. When the pandemic happened, they shut down our churches. That was a warning sign, a major, major warning sign. In every nation that was subjected to a socialist or communist takeover, the first thing they did was they neutralized the churches in America. You say, well, Todd, well, that's, that's just hyperbole again. There you go. There you go, starts It's just hyperbole. No, 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 no. It's not hyperbole. Hear me out. The churches were shut down. And yes, the churches reopened, but guess what happened? The people did not return. The te- people did not come back. But more importantly, every church house in America Nearly every church house in America, they gave the government the wink and the nod that when push comes to shove, if they have to choose between God and the government, they will choose the government. That was the message coming out of the global pandemic for me. I wrote about I wrote about it in the new book coming out in March, Twilight's Last Gleaming. Can America be saved? But you see, there's something else happening in the church. People did not come back. And many of the churches, including the Catholic Church, have been neutralized. The two largest church groups in America, the Catholics and the Southern Baptist, have been effectively neutralized. The congregations are being overrun. Many of you follow the teachings and the preaching ministry of Andy Stanley, who is incredibly influential in the evangelical and the non-denominational movement. And Andy Stanley is basically giving the wink and the nod to, to turning over the church to the LGBT movement. I mean, that's what Andy Stanley has basically done. We haven't talked a lot about this. Uh, we will later on today with Pastor Robert Jeffress. So what I'm trying to tell you is there are lots of different things afoot here. And if the church is neutralized, if we are no longer one nation under God, and I quote John Adams frequently on this program, if our Constitution, if the foundation of our Constitution rooted in God is neutralized, then we will have full chaos in this country. And we are moving to a time when conservatives will be thrown into the gulags. That's what Hillary Clinton is saying. That's what Bernie Sanders was saying, his supporters were saying. By the way, just a few days ago, we told you about the Newsweek exclusive report that right now, The FBI is collecting names, lists of names of Trump supporters to be treated as as if we're domestic terrorists. And I'm going to call our local FBI to make sure my name is on that list. I don't want to get left out. This is where we are. This is not a game, ladies and gentlemen. These people are serious. They really do believe that you belong in jail, that you belong in some sort of an institution where you can be deprogrammed and then reprogrammed with this leftist evil garbage. It's really satanic evil at its root, at its core. I mean, I think what's happening in this nation, especially on the political front, is spiritual warfare. And quite frankly, I believe that many of our nation's Top religious groups have been infected with demons and false prophets. Evil people. And it's just, it's really horrifying to see. I will tell you, my heart breaks for my own denomination, the Southern Baptist. I mean, we're just basically, my denomination is controlled by a bunch of, I don't know, pajama boy snowflakes wearing man buns. I mean, it's really not even funny. It's really a shame what's happening where everyone is literally bowing down and and accepting this radical change in our culture. But you need to understand what's at stake in 2024. President Trump was was absolutely right. He said that hey look, if if we do not if we do not stop this, we will not have a country. And he also said that they're coming after him because they can't come after us, but they're starting to come after us. And we saw that with the FBI targeting the Second Amendment people and targeting the the pro life the pro life protesters, knocking down the doors of these good and decent people in the dark of night, going after moms and dads that are raising concerns about what's happening inside the schoolhouse. They are already starting to come after us. So it's not just President Trump; they're coming after all of us now. And my question is, what are we going to do about it? So today. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about whatever you want to talk about. A President Trump meeting privately with Republicans on Capitol Hill on Tuesday. We'll be talking about that. Uh, It is open line Friday, so we're happy to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Our telephone number and the lines are lighting up, 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. This is The Todd Stern Show. It seems like every day I'm sharing another story with you where our God-given freedoms are under attack, but it shouldn't be this way, and it doesn't have to be. Join Alliance Defending Freedom and be a champion for freedom by helping defend your God-given rights. ADF is on the front lines representing Americans every day, like you and me, in court, free of charge when their First Amendment freedoms are being violated. Your partnership will help ensure that you can live your life, lead your family, run your business, and practice your faith according to... To your deeply held beliefs Just $19 a month will help fuel The fight to protect our freedoms Visit ToddSterns.com That's ToddSterns.com And click the Champions for Freedom banner And pledge your monthly gift of $19 Or more to ADF Or give your most generous One time gift Visit toddstearns.com Or call 855-417-6556 That's 855-417-6556 Welcome back, everybody, to the Todd Starnes Radio Show. And we are so honored to have you with us today. By the way, it is Friday, and we are ending week one of our month-long Radiothon. We are supporting Alliance Defending Freedom, the world's largest legal ministry. They are a nonprofit. They represent people free of charge. And the only way they are able to do that is, is thanks to the generous donations of our great listening audience. And you guys have already done an incredible job. Our goal is $20,000, and we need your help to do that. And we're asking uh, folks listening, you can make a one-time gift or you can make a monthly gift of just $19 a month. $19 a month, that's 63 cents a day. And you become an ADF champion for freedom, and you can make a real difference in law in policy and what's happening in the public square, not just for you and your family, but for your grandkids as well. And all this month, your first gift is doubled through a matching grant from a generous friend of ADF. So there are two ways that you can you can get involved and you can join us as we're raising these much-needed funds. And, folks, we need your help. You just heard what I said about Hillary Clinton. They're coming after all of us, and we need people like ADF there in the trenches Fighting for us on the front lines. So give them a call right now. 855-417-6556. That's 855-417-6556. Or if you if you're more uh, digital, just go to Toddsterns.com and click on the banner at the top of the page. Champion for Freedom. All right, let's go to the phones here. 844 747 Eighty-eight, sixty-eight. mark in the villages starting off our day in the sunshine state hey mark what's going on oh we lost mark sorry about that let's go to austin in michigan wants to weigh in on president biden's dog hey austin what you got for us
4: yeah so uh you know it it with all the um uh, incidents that have uh, happened with commander it's pretty clear to me that um uh, you know the right action has not and still not is is be is being is being taken. And you know if if um, I'm sure a, um, a lot of other people would have, would agree with me, but in my opinion, you know uh, the Biden family is going to have to uh, start make, thinking about making some tough choices. Either like put a put a muzzle on the dog, or as a last resort. And it's not easy for me to say this because I've been through this through this experience with a pet. But you know put put the put the dog down. Wouldn't wouldn't you think?
1: You know it's interesting. Uh, a Secret Service agent speaking off the record told a reporter, "Had this dog been doing, had this dog belonged to anybody else, the dog already would have been put down." I mean, we're talking about a dog that's uh, sending people to the hospital, uh, a dog that's terrorizing people there in the you know in the White House. And uh, Austin, to your point, uh, yeah, they've sent the dog home. The same thing happened to the the first dog they've got. So my question is, what's going on with the dogs' owners that's causing the dogs to behave like this?
4: Well, I, I just can't believe that they're uh, getting getting away with it. Um, as, a, as a matter of fact, um, about a month or so ago, I was watching a case on Judge Judy where um, a guy was suing his his neighbor because. His pit bull attacked his his dog, and of course you know the other guy's blaming blaming him, blaming him and, and his and his dog and I don't know if you are aware, but um and I'm probably going to offend some people when I say this, but pit bulls are known for having a dangerous reputation because when they bite or attack you they they have the uh, what the what they call um a lock jaw where they're Jaws will uh, clamp onto you to the point where they can seriously injure you or even kill you. And and the guy with the pit bull actually had the nerve to tell Judge Judy, you know, uh, that, that he had done some research on online before on how to stop a dog attack, where where you like gra- grab its larynx to make it gag or something, which was really insane to me. And then and Judge Judy told him flat out, you know, when I when I get a dog, I I do my research ahead of time. You know, I I try to figure out, you know, well, what let
1: me I'm jump out. in here, Austin. Yeah, I, look, it's look, it's insane. And uh, the the fact of the matter is something is not right there uh, in the Biden household. And uh, our good buddy over at Judicial Watch, by the way, our good buddy over at Judicial Watch, Tom Fitton, actually said they've got evidence that Biden has been mistreating his dogs and kicking the dogs. And if that's the case, then that's the reason why the dogs are behaving like that. By the way, uh, it's not it's a German Shepherd, not a pit bull. All right, um, again, open line Friday, 844-747-8868. I think we've reestablished contact with Mark in the Villages. All right, Mark, go for it.
5: I had nothing to do with that.
6: Um, I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. (laughs) Um, Trump has no credibility left. Laugh out loud, says Hillary, the the Clinton, the shredder. We We definitely know who has no credibility and definitely not Trump. On, a, on another note, Todd, oh that box of rocks Cortez is added again, saying that we don't need a wall. God knows her head has plenty of rocks to build a wall. My advice, advice to no cortex Cortez is leave what leave, uh, sorry is learn what a garbage disposal is first before you start running your mouth and leave politics to
7: those that know how to run this country.
1: Well, there you go. Mark, good hearing from you, sir. Appreciate you calling in. Let's go to uh, William in Statesville, North Carolina. Thinks Trump uh, wanting to be Speaker of the House. Uh, William, what you got for us?
8: Good to be on your porch, Friday. Um, Todd, I tell you, I think this is going to be the start of saving our country. And in the process of saving our country, maybe we'll get lucky enough and regain some of our republic back and that sending donald trump up there that's on the schedule for him to go up there now whether he steps in and sits down with the gavel i don't know that's remained to be seen i think he's going to appoint jim gordon um possibly i think he's already endorsed him but anyway it's a small step but that's what we got to do here like you've always been saying todd we got to play smart and, um, just be patient. I mean, look what happened earlier this week of getting rid of the speaker of the house things, even though, uh, our own North Carolina guy sent everybody home. Um, it still seems to be some things that are going to start happening regardless.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's true. It. And, and William, we yeah, are, we're coming up on a break here. I hate to cut you off, uh, to that point. Uh, Trump is meeting with the Republican caucus up on Capitol Hill on Tuesday. I uh, Look, I don't think he's going to be speaker, and I'm not quite sure that's the move to make here. I mean, if Jim Jordan's the guy and Trump has endorsed Jim Jordan, then Jim Jordan should be the guy. All right. Uh, 844-747-8868 is our number. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Tom Stern Show.
0: When the government used emergency edicts during COVID to restrict the gathering and worship of churches, three pastors facing the risk of imprisonment, unlimited fines, and their own churches being ripped apart took a courageous stand and reopened their doors in the face of a world that chose to comply. The Essential Church is a feature-length documentary that explores the struggle between the church and government throughout history. This fascinating story uncovers those who've sacrificed their lives throughout history for what they truly believe in. We discover why the church is essential and how we prove that this stand remains true from a scientific, legal, and most importantly, biblical perspective. This is not your typical movie. It'll change your life. You need to see this movie with your friends and family. The Essential Church is streaming today exclusively at SalemNow.com. That's Essential Church. Streaming at salemnow.com.
1: Yeah, look, uh, these people, Hillary, all the Bernie, these people are sick in the head. I mean, these are very bad, dangerous people, folks, and uh, they want to throw all of us in jail. That's why I have a little toothbrush and some toothpaste downstairs, a little go bag just in case uh, the. Uh, the FBI guys come and send us all to the gulags. Oh, by the way, um, last night big election in Memphis. Oh boy, oh boy, Ew, sweet mercy! So we've we've got ourselves a progressive mayor. His name is Paul Young. He's never been in politics before. This guy he uh, heads up our downtown whatever, and uh, so so he is. I will say this. Uh, look, you, you know, when somebody gets elected, you want to give them a shot and you wish them the very best and you hope they really do want to make, make Memphis great again. But the people who are celebrating are the radical defund the police um, uh, activists out there. We have a group called Decarcerate Memphis. They want to, I guess, open up all the prisons or something. I don't know. I call them Defecate Memphis. You can smell them before you see them. It's unfortunate. Anyway, the mayor-elect came out. He's a young guy. I think he's like in his late 30s, early 40s. Young guy, beautiful family. The wife is, I think, is a doctor. And um, anyway, he came out to a, a song. I was not familiar with the song. I had to look it up. You know how you come out with your music? And uh, we've got, of course, American Ride. And that's our, that's our jam here on the Todd Stearns radio program. But there's a group called 3-6 Mafia. Dylan, are you familiar? <laughs> I am, Todd. So it's uh, th- it's uh, a local hip-hop group, is that right, or yeah. rap?
8: No, they've been around for a while, actually. They've made a lot of music, but, uh, yeah, they're, they're local.
1: So I want to read to you the lyrics of the uh, song he came out to. Uh, you might be familiar with it, Dylan, called Who Run It? Oh, yeah. Who run it? 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 These B words ain't running. S word, but y'all mouth, because the first hater step, the first hater get tossed out. These B-words ain't running. <laughs> these N-words got plenty ammo, but they ain't got plenty guns. You know, I would disagree with that, actually, Dylan, because here in Memphis, everybody's got plenty of guns. Yeah, we're good there. I'm busting out these cars, got the hose on the run. I'm hearing plenty of words, but ain't no actions to boot. We can do some straight war for war. We can do some sticking and moving. What? Oh, oh! Here we go. I can pop your chest, blast the Glock, or pop your jaw diamond ring. B-word, don't hate me, hate the bank. Ain't that the truth? Or snatch the G's that I take. Oh my God! This is, ladies and gentlemen, the new mayor of Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> don't put that. Don't put that song in the rotation, Dylan. We'll get thrown off the air in thirty seconds. Wow. All right, Uh, let's go to the phones. Uh, Charles in North Carolina, WSIC, wants to weigh on Hillary. Charles, I guess you and I maybe will be on the same cell block in the gulag.
3: Yeah, I'm
9: surprised they didn't come knock on my door this morning, Todd. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. I'm sure sure that I'm on that list uh, somewhere. Uh, Anyhow, Todd, I just think that based upon the comments by Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, And what came out with that guy with Newsweek about the secret unit within the FBI to target uh, MAGA people. Uh, The American people, there needs to be no illusion that these people will resort to any authoritarian tactic uh, to stay in power. Because that's what they are. And the only thing missing, uh, from the only difference between Joe Biden and his behavior and uh, the likes of Adolf Hitler is a square black mustache and a swastika armband. Because well, these people are projecting on us exactly what they're doing. And they're trying to say that democracy will not survive if we win. And, you know, democracy is not an outcome. Democracy is a process. And if our ideas went over, and that's what people choose, uh, rather than accept that, they'll just say democracy doesn't work, and they'll want to blow the whole thing up. So, uh, and, and, and in doing so, they're justified in violating every constitutional protection that we have and every uh the rule of law because if you're if you're saying that you're going to defend democracy then you can do anything and everything to justify your action
1: so knowing that now charles hold on let me jump in here because you're you're saying a lot of stuff that makes sense here But again, going back and putting the puzzle pieces together, you've got to go back to the dark Brandon speech. Remember that moment, Joe Biden in Philadelphia, the blood red lights, the darkness, the military troops surrounding him. And what was it that Biden said? He declared on that day that the enemy of the country was not just Donald Trump. The quote was, and this was tweeted, Donald Trump and MAGA Republicans are a threat to To the very soul of this country, that do you realize that's that's saying that we're at war. We've got to be at war with these people. These people have to be destroyed. That's what that's what Darth Brandon was saying at that at that that bizarre Nazi like speech in Philadelphia.
9: Exactly, and that's what I that's what I meant when I. The only thing missing that day, Todd, was a a black square of mustache uh, on his face and a swastika armband, but. I think they're prepping everybody uh, for just what uh, what Hillary Clinton is uh, is talking about, because Todd, when we win this election, I don't think they are going to accept the results and they're going to uh, take to the streets. They're going to try to attack us. So I want to just suggest something to you and and get get your opinion on it in order to secure uh, not only our own safety, but the safety of the republic and the integrity of the election. What would you say? about organizing uh, a volunteer force of say 15 to 20 million patriotic americans to make sure that our elections are secure by monitoring these drop boxes by uh monitoring what the uh the fbi and the deep state is doing uh to target MAGA people and you know eventually we may have to we may have to fight back i mean hopefully not literally but we may have to but uh you know I would love to have the addresses of all the FBI members, uh, and the FBI, as well as IRS agents, because uh, if they try to take our freedoms away, Todd, we've got to do something. We just can't capitulate like we did in 2020. So what would you think about something
2: like that?
1: Well, it's troubling. I mean, and and this is why I've been calling for the dismantling and the defunding of the FBI. And, and Kevin McCarthy had the opportunity to do that. They hold the power of the purse strings, but that, that would be a disrupting moment. And Charles, they don't like disruptions. They they want to go along. It's the status quo with people like Kevin McCarthy and the establishment rhinos up in Washington. But we are—I mean—Hillary Clinton's comments to Christian Amanpour on CNN are further evidence that the government is at war with the American people, and and we've got to we've got to take full advantage of the power we have in Washington. I don't believe on marching on people's homes. That, that's just, I, I've i got a huge problem with that. I believe that we ought to fight this fight at the ballot box and in the courthouses. But if we have to take to the streets and march and hold signs and protest, then I say that's what we have to do, Charles.
9: Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you. But like I said, I think that they know they're going to lose. Uh, I mean, you look at the poll numbers, you know, on every issue uh, we are winning and they're losing. And I think they're trying to prep people that if they lose, they're going to blame. They're going to do something. They're going to blame it on somebody, and they're going to use that as a reason uh, not to allow you know, Trump to be, uh, in, you know, sworn in as president again, or they're going to try to suspend the election or I mean, or,
1: or martial law. And I think or that law. so look, I, I I find it very odd that the um, the United States and Russia both held. Their emergency broadcasting test on the exact same day. I, I, don't believe that was a coincidence. So, so something is afoot, and I suspect something will happen that would require the government to step in, or at least give them the excuse to step in and declare martial law. Look, we saw this. We saw this play out on January the sixth, where you had a bunch of, you had a small group of idiots that were encouraged by a massive group of FBI agents. To go up there and cause mayhem inside the Capitol building and look look at the aftermath of that. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that the government would step in and create some sort of chaos. Yeah,
9: yeah. No, you're exactly right. I, I right. wouldn't put that past them at
1: all. Charles got a run. Appreciate that. Call 844 747 8868 is our toll free telephone number. This is open line Friday. Uh, I don't know if you heard the news about Mike Lindell. Uh, he just gave an interview, and Lindell says he's broke. The, every penny is gone. It's gone to the attorneys. You know he's been fighting all of this, um, all of these uh, battles involving uh, the uh, the stolen election and proving that voter fraud. It's and and it's all gone. So uh, the best thing we can do is help our good buddy Michael Lindell by uh, buying a couple of pillows. And uh, Mike does have a special page set up for our show, uh, MyPillow.com slash starns. And if you go to MyPillow, uh he's got some great deals for you. Queen-size MyPillow, just nineteen Uh You're going to be able to get a king-size pillow for just $10 more. And you're going to get great discounts on all my pillow products, including the bed sheets and the mattress toppers, my slippers, so much more. Go to MyPillow.com. And again, mypello.com slash starns and use my promo code last name starns and you're gonna get some incredible offers, including the mypellos and the my slippers. I love the my can I just tell you, I've been dealing with this broken foot here, uh, and the broken ankle. And it's healing, but it's painful, and uh, the shoes, it's a problem. I get home, put on the my slippers, and I'm telling you, it just it's really feels great. Uh, so if you got if your feet hurt, get some my slippers. Uh, they work like a charm. So you can also call them at 800-839-8506. That's 800-839-8506. And uh, be sure to use my promo code, STARNS. All right, let's uh, go back to the phones. Miss Janice uh, wants to weigh in on our friends, the Romica family. We first brought you. We were the first, first people to tell you about their plight, the German homeschooling family that's being ordered to leave the country. Uh, Miss Janice, good to have you with us. What's on your mind?
10: Yeah, uh, Todd, um, there's a website hslda. dot org to sign a petition. I think they got enough uh, enough uh, people signed it though to have this brought to Congress and um, call your representatives. People, take time today. Go to uh, house. dot gov, senate. dot gov on your computer there. And uh, in fact, you don't have to stop it. Just calling yours in your state. You can take and call the other other people too. Their offices. And um, and tell them to support HR fifty four twenty three because what's happening to these people is wrong on so many levels. They applied for asylum. All they're going to do is homeschool their their uh, their children, and uh, they have a grown daughter here. She is married to someone who was born in this country. Right. And um, she had a baby. Now, why is it that with the illegals, you can cross over the border, have a baby, drop it, and it's an anchor baby. But this lady has a brand new baby, and they want to send her out of the country. But her husband can stay, and the baby can stay, and this whole thing is wrong. And sure. I also- I'm going to
1: tell you why, Miss Jen. I'm going to answer your question for you because it's a fair question. Why is it you know, that you've got people who were truly seeking to escape persecution and they came here legally they did everything by the book since they have been here they've been checking in with immigration officials uh, periodically as they're supposed to they've been doing everything by the book and yet they're getting kicked out of the country meanwhile all these illegals are coming in i'm going to answer your question i know this is a very politically incorrect thing here they're being kicked out because they're white and because they're christian that's the reason why
10: Read that they had two children here in America, they, that the, the mother gave birth to two children here on American soil. Right. So, I mean, this whole thing is crazy. Now, somebody told me something this morning on another radio show. I don't know if it's true or not. I haven't seen anything about it. But this other person told me that they had gone to a Trump rally. So that could be another reason they want to pick them
1: and out. they very well may have. They're very conservative. Uh, they also happen to be Southern Baptist, uh, so that could be a, that could be another issue. Um, so, yeah, I, I would not be surprised if that's the case. Uh, but Miss Janice, uh, it again shows you that there is a two tier justice system in this country: one for God fearing, law abiding people and another for the illegals coming across that border. Uh Miss Janice, we got a skedaddle good hearing from you. Uh 844-747-8868 is our number. This is the Todd Stern show. Pillow is celebrating its 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell at Pillow wants to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in the history of Pillow. You're going to get their queen-size Pillow for $19.98, regular price $69.98, and just $10 more, you're going to be able to get a king-size pillow. You're going to receive deep discounts on all Pillow products like bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. This is the time to try out some of their other amazing Amazing products you've had your eye on. Go to slash starns. That's slash starns. Use the promo code starns to get this amazing offer of the queen size MyPello for nineteen ninety eight. or call 1 800 839 8506. The offer comes with a 10 year warranty and a 60 day money back guarantee. That's slash starns. Use the promo code starns or call 800 839 8506. Promo code starns. Welcome back to the Todd Starnes Radio Show. It's Open Line Friday. I love this day because you never know what people are going to ask. You never know where the conversation's going to go. Uh, let's head to the phones here. Uh, Kentucky, John listening to us today. Hey, John, what's on your mind?
11: Hey there, Mr. Starnes. I got a question for you. I was listening to the election uh, coverage last night, and then you told me the results, and I'm really sorry to hear about your beautiful city of Memphis. The question I have for you, it's now that you got a liberal mayor, and I don't know, uh, your city council is now more, more left than before. How, are you gonna, how, how is the city going to be able to save itself? Because I've heard you talk numerous amounts of time where businesses basically shutter their doors and says, we're done. We're tired of everybody getting robbed, coming out of the store. And you've already got a police department that was basically cut in half. If I'm, if I'm wrong, correct me, please. Every time I listen to you, I go to school. Um, and I'm just concerned because I don't want to, you know, Memphis is the home of where Elvis Presley used to live and I don't want them to end up like Asheville, which has become basically, you know, tourism dollars are gone basically. So how is Memphis supposed to to stay functional? Because I remember you and I talked about where they removed the beautiful statue of Nathan Bedford Forrest. And basically he's already, he's found out that statue and and his wife and him found a home at the National Museum in Columbia, Tennessee. And I'm just, you know, you know, like I love your show and we always wanted to go to Graceland, but it's kind of like hesitant. And so I just want to hear how's the city supposed to pull itself out of a, out of a situation, yeah. especially when it comes to crime, and I'll hang up and listen for your All answer, Todd. God bless you, brother, John. We
1: well, thank you, and and appreciate you listening to uh, KWAM, our flagship station. Uh, the election night coverage; uh, thousands of of um, of you folks out there in the Memphis area listened to last night. We appreciate that. Look, it's it's a conundrum, no doubt about it. And and so many tourists have come here, and their cars have been broken into. It's it's brutal, and you just have to be smart. And you have to make sure that, you know, you're watching your back. Um, but the problem here is you've got a, a situation where people are afraid to speak out. There are so many blacks here who are Democrats. They're not progressives. They're Demo, They're old school Democrats. And many of them are very conservative. They go to church. They share the same values that a lot of Republicans share. But there is a disconnect. And and I think really over the next, between now and the, the presidential election, there's going to have to be a coming together. And I use this phrase a lot here, but the Republicans in Memphis need to be on a wartime footing. Honestly, Republicans across the nation need to be on a wartime footing. And Memphis, sadly, is an example of what happens when you allow progressives to run your government. When Republicans don't have a say, they don't have a voice. As a matter of fact, and we've got rhino Republicans in Memphis, and one of them actually endorsed the mayor who got elected, publicly came out and threw, said, vote for this Democrat. You Folks, you're, you get what you vote for, but here's what gets me. Are you ready for this? We have a winner-takes-all election. 17 people were running for mayor. The mayor who won only got 28% of the vote. So, put us on the prayer list, folks. All right, hang tight. Hour two coming up. We're just getting started on the Todd Stern Show.
0: Live. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee. It's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to hour two of the big show. I'm Todd Starnes, your affable host. Wow. Do we have a lot going on, uh, this hour of the show? Uh, by the way, coming up a little bit later on, our good buddy, Pastor Robert Jeffers will drop by. I have a question. Any, um, uh, for our Arkansas listeners, um, and this is, well, it's not limited to Arkansas. So if you're, if you're listening to us in Missouri or Tennessee, uh, you may be willing to make the jaunt over. Um, I am the keynote speaker at the Cleburne County Republican Women's annual Reagan Day dinner. I did this dinner many years ago and had an absolute blast. The venue is unbelievably beautiful, and the meal was just off the charts. Amazing. And uh, anyway, very excited. Uh, This is coming up uh, next Saturday, and if you would like information on uh, how to go, you can um, just uh, drop me a note to go over to our Facebook page, or you can just go to the Cleburne County Republican Women's uh, website, Facebook page, and you'll be able to get yourself some tickets. Also, Eventbrite.com. Uh, you can get your tickets there. It's a pretty good deal, uh, 60 bucks, and you get dinner and a show. I mean, that's pretty nice. Uh, for a table of eight, 450 bucks, So you can invite some friends. Uh, But, again, um, you can also purchase tickets, or the link to purchase tickets is on our live show blog. So that's coming up next Saturday, uh, Cleburne County Republican Women's uh, Annual Reagan Day Dinner in Arkansas. That's in Heber Springs. Any of you folks been to Heber Springs, Arkansas? Beautiful town. Uh, And we would love to see you there. So come out and let's support these great Republican women, and we're going to have a good time. All right. Uh, There is a disturbing story coming out of Los Angeles, and uh, this is happening, we believe, at school districts across the nation. Are you ready for this one? Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. There is now a national coming out day for elementary school children. Let me repeat that again. A national coming out day for elementary school children. Now, years ago, when I warned the nation about what was about to happen, people thought I was off my rocker when I said they were going to be coming after our grade schoolers and our preschoolers. But, ladies and gentlemen, that day is now here. And it is a disturbing thing. There are ways that parents can opt out of this national coming out day. And it's not just happening in Los Angeles and and, and in California schools. This is a national curriculum. So National Coming Out Day for grade schoolers is next week, all next week. I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, and we're honored to have with us Sonia Shaw. She is the president of the Board of Education for the Chino Valley Unified School District. And, Sonia, we've had you on in the past. You're uh, you're one of those fierce conservative warriors out there. Uh, first, welcome to the show, and then give us an idea of what's going on here.
12: Absolutely, and thank you for having me. I love that you guys are bringing light to this. Um, uh, I had some parents, believe it or not, we're in San Bernardino County, so, and this would not happen in our district as long as I am the president of the board. I will make sure I do everything possible not to bring this here. But the the point is, it's happening to our children, and that's where my heart hurts. And when a parent brought it to me, a few parents actually through social media. I was mortified. I couldn't even believe that this is what's going on when our kids are failing reading, writing, math, and they're pushing sexuality on our children. You know what's really disturbing is that it's TK, it starts at TK that they're pushing this out on, and it's a whole week. And what I found out is LAUSD, that's Los Angeles Unified, and like you said, they're not the only school district that's doing this, but they voted on a resolution and their board passed it back in June. To have this national coming out week, um, if you saw the calendar, you would be mortified on what's going to happen between October eighth through thirteenth, thirteenth, with kids, and I'm talking about young babies where TK is, you know, can be yeah, anywhere not, from yeah, hold on, three Sonia, to five.
1: I, yeah, I'm not familiar with that term. I've heard of pre K, but what is TK? TK through fifth grade.
12: Yeah. So especially popular it's starting to become popular because our department of ed over here in California is pushing it and i see the writing all over the wall they want the kids in there sooner and sooner so they can indoctrinate them you know quicker and quicker so tk is before preschool so they're having kids as young as 3 enter into these programs that are paid by the state through our taxpayer dollars um to obviously introduce them to even things like this um so yeah and, and this coming out week does affect tk through 12th grade, according to this um, resolution that they passed.
1: I, I'm looking at a um, – someone posted um, a lot of the information here. Um, children are going to be able to sound, sign a literal pl- – it looks like a certificate you could frame and put on your wall yeah. here – a pledge of allyship. This is for the children. Uh, that you know. Little Sally hereby pledges to use kind language when talking about all teachers, staff, and classmates, uh, even if they are different from themselves – be an upstander by sticking up for others. If safe to do so, otherwise they will ask a grown-up for help. Encourage and teach others to be allies.
12: So we're having kids encourage and teach others. Does that even make sense to you? I've never even heard something like this, except for with the Planned Parenthood push that they have children become allies. This is just another leg of what they're doing to have children exposed to these um, sexual things—it's just—it's completely vile, and it's almost unbelievable. But here it is, right in our face. People can go to LAUSD Unified's own website, and they will find everything you and I are talking about. This isn't like some, you know, made-up nightmare. This is real life right now. I mean, you—you you just read out the pledge, but the coming out—I don't know if you saw some of the weeks um, planning things that they planned for share, the children throughout yeah, share the week. Some,
1: yeah, share some of those with our audience.
12: Yeah. Okay. So they have an identity map activity. Prepare students to think, um, critically about identify identity and intersectionally. They have art projects. What in the world is an art project supposed to look at, look like when you're talking about identity? Um, prompts for writing or class discussion, daily quotes. And this, this is where, yes, you can opt your child out of certain things, but it clearly states right here, they can be read during the school day or in wide announcements, or in class at the start of each day. So what are you going to do? Tell your kid to leave the school campus to not hear these things that you feel are inappropriate? Like, the opt-out wouldn't even make sense in these kinds of situations that they're bringing it on. Um, Monday through Friday, daily suggestions, brief biographies, of important LBGTQ+, person or advocate to spotlight um, inclusive lesson plans, activities, books, this is an interesting one because, you know, with Karen England and I working, um, I'm working now with her that she works so hard on making sure sexually explicit things are exposed in the classroom. Look at this one. Should be available in the school library per open books donation. So they're getting books that they already had targeted into the libraries that are, they're they're ready to go. And then you just said it, sample allyship, allyship um, pledge, and then other resources. This is just an example. So, they're not even putting everything that they're going to be exposing the children to. So it doesn't even give the parents a fair share on what their kids are going to be exposed to during this whole entire week. This is not just a day, this is a week.
1: Yeah, oh, a full week. As a matter of fact, um, they're going to be recognizing and, I guess, really promoting these individuals as, I don't know, people that, role models, I suppose. Uh, Jazz Jennings, the uh, YouTube star, this is a transgender activist um uh, wrote the book, uh Marsha Johnson, an American gay liberation activist and self identified drag queen, um Elliot Page, the Canadian transgender act um actor, uh um Le-Shia Clarendon, a WNBA star, and uh Carl Nasib, who or Nasib rather, who is a um an NFL player. Yeah. Unbelievable. I
12: mean, that's to say a few. I mean, I'm sure they're going to have more in their chest of things to expose the kids to, right?
1: It, it's just shocking. And again, I think it just, Sonia, we're talking, like you said, we're talking about three, children as young as three years old. Um, yeah. What is it that moms and dads around the nation, what do they need to be looking out for um, in their own grade schools?
12: To be honest with you, all parents should start either watching online. I know people's schedules are busy or attending your school board meetings. Because if the parents of LA Unified were attending this meeting back in June, they would have saw the resolution passed talking about celebrating Pride Month and affirming support for this one particular week in particular, right? Um, So to me, a lot of what you're going to see pushed into the schools will already be at one of your school board meetings, or at least they'll be able to have to put it on their agendas. Pull the agenda start I, I'm encouraging parents to start reading it. That's how I got involved years ago. Uh three and a half years ago. I didn't even know what an agenda was, but I started reading it. I started seeing in the hundreds of pages of the agenda some wicked things being buried in there. Like we had drag bingo. We had you you can only imagine what we had at Chino Valley that they were sneaking in. But us parents were starting to read and attend meetings and that's where we saw what was coming in to our children and leaking through and that's where we were like no this ain't going to happen here in Chino so these school board members that voted for this I really hope at the next election these parents are paying attention their kids lives I mean if they're going to continue to put them in public school and and I'm all for trying to help all students because look not all parents can take their kids out of public school yeah. and that's where my heart fights for all these kids because I know not all, all kids have that luxury of leaving the public school system but we have a duty and especially as Christ followers, we have a duty to protect the children that aren't even our own. And here, you see it right here, clearly. It was in the faces of, of the school board that, that literally voted this. And if we had parents, you know, attending that, we could have been more aware of this and fought it on, you know, the forefront of it. And here's what I say, LA Unified, I know there's amazing parents over there. Start attending your school board meetings they've already put and gave you a gift on a platter saying, this is what we voted for, it's time to get them out.
1: Yeah, It's Uh, time to have
12: parents run for these seats. We're
1: we're running late here for a break now, but we're going to have to wrap it up here. Suffice it to say, you're president of the Board of Education in Chino Valley. Uh, I have to imagine there's no way this is going to be happening in your school district.
12: Absolutely not. I can guarantee the, I mean, obviously I can't vote for the other members, but I know our majority as it stands would never allow this in our own district.
1: All right. Well, Sonia, we're going to leave it there. Sonia Shaw, president of the Board of Education for the Chino Valley Unified School District. We appreciate you calling in and alerting us to this bit of breaking culture news. By the way, folks, if your school has a rainbow club, you better wake up. This has nothing to do with rainbows or little unicorns uh, blowing rainbows out the wazoo. Uh, This is a very dangerous thing. Uh, Rainbow clubs now for grades TK, which is three-year-olds, TK through fifth grade, they have Rainbow Clubs. Uh, these are virtual clubs for LGBT kids, their friends, and their grown-ups. That's kind of freaky, and it's for it's for grade schoolers. So you got to pay attention to what's happening in your local school district. This, ladies and gentlemen, is one of the reasons why we are doing this radiothon. We take one month out of the year. And we raise money for our friends at Alliance Defending Freedom, the world's largest legal ministry. They are nonprofit. They never charge a dime to represent their clients. And they are committed to protecting your religious freedom, your free speech, and here we go, parental rights. I mean, we just talked about this. You see it you see it in the headlines. You hear it on the radio every day. We've got woke businesses out there, left wing activists. Your rights and your children's rights are under vicious attack, and this is why. We have to stand up and support Alliance Defending Freedom. I want to encourage you to go to Toddstearns.com right now and you can be a champion for freedom. You can do that by clicking on our champion for freedom banner. Anybody who donates nineteen dollars a month to ADF, you're gonna be standing up and helping preserve our first freedoms. Now Lathan Watts is the first is rather the vice president for public affairs at ADF, and he has a personal message for us regarding the importance of getting involved in the fight.
4: You know, it's important that, that everyone does what they can. Not everybody is a lawyer. Not everybody's a constitutional scholar, but what you can do is support those who are on the front lines, giving that you know, $19 a month or whatever people can afford to give. And, and it's a generational gift, not only to protect yourself right now, but you're, you're helping to protect, uh, the rights of your kids and your grandkids and what kind of country that they're going to live in.
1: All right. You heard it. 63 cents a day. That's it. $19 a month donation to Elias Defending Freedom. It not only helps defend your rights, but the rights of your children and your grandchildren. Just 63 cents a day, folks. That's all we're asking for. If you can give more, that's great. Please go right now to ToddStarns.com and click on the Be a Champion for Freedom banner. Make your investment in free speech and religious freedom right now, or you can phone your donation in. Write this number down, 855- 417 That's 855 417 6556. And folks, again, our first week is wrapping up. I want to end on a strong note. And I just want to say thank you for joining us as we become champions for freedom. We'll be right back. I, I need some guidance here I don't know what to do I, I, there's a there's a great author who is uh, who has a brand new book coming out anyway the publicist for the author sorry I was I was trying to call it up on my uh, I can't multitask I was trying to call it up on my uh, cell phone here and I think I accidentally deleted it anyway uh, here we go. so anyway the publicist just sent me a note. And, uh, the, the person's name, she has her first and last name. This is like, you know, when your name pops up on the email, it's like Todd Starnes, right? It's right there. Or like, um, when I get something from the white house, white house press office. So anyway, this person, um, it's got her name and then in parentheses, it's got her pronouns. She, her, hers. So here's my dilemma. I just have a policy. If somebody sends me a resume and they include their pronouns, I just delete it, right? I don't need to know that information. That information is completely irrelevant, right? Why do I need to know your pronouns? And by the way, if you don't know your pronouns or you feel the need to let me know your pronouns, you've got a problem. You need to go seek some counseling. So anyway, um, my question is, should should I just say, should I reply to this or should I just delete it? And should I explain to the person, I would love to have this author on the show, but I can't do it because you don't know what your pronouns are. What should I I want to be. I want to be fair about it. I just don't know what to do. All right, we'll think about it. Uh, let's go to Dan in North Carolina. Hi, Dan. What's on your mind?
13: Hey, Todd. I just want to reemphasize the importance of getting involved with the school board. Um, again, I'm in North Carolina. Ardell State School Schools. We have IB program schools. And uh, that's being reviewed right now. And uh, I actually have one son in the IB program and one outside of it. And it's it's that slow slide, slow introduction. Like his eighth graders, their STEM projects are introduction, introduction to the 17 global goals. And all tied to the UN. Um, started asking questions. You know, where's these kids' data going? You know, all their private data history on their grades their attendance everything is this all leaving the country to the mothership of you know the United Nations and the IB programs um, it's this slow creep into the schools and you see more and more of it but the parents are misled you know they, they reached out for the top performers and they got them into this school the IB method and then the schools do well but they're doing well because top performers are there not necessarily. Power what they're teaching because those top performers could go to any school. Well, look
1: this, and this is why the teachers' unions—they're all in cahoots on this, Dan. I mean, they, they really are. And I appreciate the call, and, and thank you for listening. We're gonna we're gonna have to run to a break here, but folks, Dan's right. You got moms, dads. You gotta pay attention. You gotta get engaged. All of us do. Hang tight, folks. We'll be right back. to the Todd Stearns Radio Show on this Friday edition, broadcasting on 140 radio stations across this great nation, and we're honored that you have made us your choice on the radio. Uh, By the way, uh, ToddStearns.com, lots of great resources for you there, Uh, our free newsletter, our free podcast, so uh, and, of course, uh, all of the great stories that our team is writing. Another great website that I want to share with you, and I'm very excited about this, it's um, they, they talk about a lot of important issues, and I find their, their stories are incredibly uplifting and very educational and informative. I'm talking about Upward News. Upward.News is the website, and the founder and editor-in-chief of this great, great organization joins us on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, Ari David. Welcome to the program.
14: Hey, thank you so much, Todd, for having me here. Very excited to be here.
1: And uh, congratulations on the great work you guys are doing at Upward News. Uh, Before we get into some of the great stories you guys have been working on, give our listeners a little bit of backstory here of how you came up with this and, and how it came to fruition.
14: Yeah, Todd, well, you know, it's really hard to know what's going on today. And a lot of people, I think what they resort to, in addition to listening to a lot of great radio shows like yours, is they kind of end up going on, the social media, scrolling for hours, still not knowing what's really going on there, and having a hard time figuring out online what's true and what's not. And so I figured, you know what, I'm having such a hard time figuring out what's going on. I was spending hours a day online researching things, trying to get a a grip with like reality, especially during like the pandemic era. And so what we ended up creating is a simple five-minute email where we break down the stories of the past day We do it really simply. So all of these topics that to get a good grip on, you need to spend a lot of time figuring it out and researching. We simplify it in just 250 words. So uh, a lot of people, they're tuning into our daily email just to figure out what's going on. And they love it because we talk about really important things, no BS in there at all, uh, and just really simple writing.
1: I love that. And, you know, it's it's interesting as a journalist, you know, when I started out in the business, you would be doing 12, 13, 1400 word stories. And those were those were required. You know, that was the requirement. And then, you know, with the advent of the Internet, we noticed that a lot of the, the stories became shorter, more concise. And it really is a, mat, a matter of attention span, to be, to be honest with you. Uh, but I love how you guys cut through the fluff and you give us the facts we need.
14: Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, I was looking through a lot of, like, the other news outlets when doing a lot of research in the beginning, and all these articles are like a thousand, two thousand words, and I was thinking to myself, who even reads this stuff? Like, I don't know who has time for it. So, yeah, we definitely try to keep our articles really short for that exact reason. Thanks,
1: Todd. All right, so let's talk about this. If people want to get this uh, and get it on their smartphone, how can they get Upward News?
14: Just go to readupward.com. You just put in your email, and the next day you'll get the recap and the important stories from the past day. Oh, that's super pretty simple. simple.
1: Oh, it is super simple, uh, folks. It is. And I love it. It's very clean. And this is the thing you guys are very user friendly. And more importantly, you are reader friendly as well, Ari. Um, and I'm sur- you know, again, it's a great formula. And you guys have been very successful with this. What, over 300,000 uh, readers so far?
14: Yeah, yeah. On social media, a lot of people are tuning in just because we're able to cut through that fluff. And we really care about the reader, like you said. With the email format specifically, we don't ever have to bother with clickbait or trying to make our articles as sensational as possible. Because when you subscribe and put your email in there, it goes into your inbox. So it's not a game that we play with the internet of trying to get our stories to go viral to get clicked on. And so the ultimate experience is like, here it is. Here's the news. We're not trying to make you angry or upset. So you go and share this everywhere.
1: What what I love, uh, Ari, is I hate clickbait headlines. And I tell our staff here, you know, no clickbait headlines. When people see the headline, I want to make sure that they understand exactly what they're about to read. And and you guys do that. um, And and I really appreciate that.
14: Yeah, we try to. uh, Readers do too. And yeah, thank you so much for the compliments there.
1: All right, uh, let's talk about some of the, the stories you guys uh, have. And I'm looking at one from, a, from, well, a couple of weeks back, but this is an exciting story. It's about conservatism and winning in schools and how the Republicans, conservatives are making advances in curriculum and, and really um, you know, going after this left-wing ideology that's kind of infected our public school system.
14: Yeah, it's it's an amazing trend that's happening. And I think it's one of the most obvious things now when we're looking at the difference between red states and blue states. What is the big difference happening now? And really, I think Republicans uh, saw how big of an issue the propaganda and the politicization of the schools has been. And I don't remember the last time they've actually jumped on an issue so fast to try to take care of it. And what we're seeing now in a lot of red states is all the way from the top of the state level is a lot of coordination happening to figure out, well, what's going on? Why are the school boards pushing all of these uh, political topics to children? And they're starting to make changes. And so there's a bunch of new curriculums that are being updated. Uh, PragerU is starting to hit schools all across the nation, and the school boards are picking up that content as well. And then there's even efforts in states like Florida to fix up the the SAT and all of those standardized tests that, of course, have been captured by that progressive ideology. And so now they're creating a replacement to incorporate classical education and really going back to the roots of what education should be. And that's kind of getting kids to know what's going on and helping them learn the basics, not trying to... Indoctrinate them to vote one way for the rest of their life.
1: On the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line today, folks, honored to have Ari David. He is the founder and editor in chief of Upward News. Uh, it's something you need to you need to download. You need to subscribe to, folks. You're really going to love this. And, and Ari, I want to take I just want to take our listeners through how you guys do this. It's so cool. So there's there was a story um, about Texas battling these uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion offices on campus. And the way you guys do it, and again, you said, what, 250 words? Is that it, uh, more or less? That's right. Okay. So That's when that exactly it. So you got the headline, you got the byline, and then in bold, you've got what's happening. All right, so here's what this story's about. And then you come down and you say, here's why it matters. And, um, and then you give us all this great intel, links to other stories. This is really, this is very clever.
14: Thank you. Thank you. There's so much information online and there's so many people that just want to know what's happening. There's no point to kind of cut around the bush and try to increase that word count as much as possible. Our job is to get you into the loop as fast as possible and then you can continue on with your day. And like you're saying with this uh, Texas battling the DI offices, you know, a lot of people will cover that's the story that's happening. Texas has new laws and they're trying to cut these progressive parts of campuses out of there. But really, a lot of people have more questions, like what did these DEI institutions in the colleges even do? What was that influence that they had over everything? So we take a a couple of sentences just to dive into that really interesting part. Uh, One of the things that we hit upon is the fact that they pretty much control the curriculum in a lot of these universities. So it's not just that they create this uh, little center on campus that focuses on diversity, but they end up ruling a lot of the curriculum. They have a lot of influence on the professors that come in. They have the ability to say, well, is this professor, is he uh, progressive like us? And if so, they'll give him tenure, and if not, they won't even let them into the university. So Texas is making a lot of big moves, just like in that trend that I talked about a little bit earlier.
1: Love it. Again, folks, uh, if you want information, if you want to sign up, and it's super simple, just go to readupward.com. That's readupward.com. All you have to do is type in your email address. Boom, you're subscribed. It is a free daily brief, and it really brings you the important news and insights that you're not going to find in the legacy media. So well, Ari, uh, we're going to get you back on. I, I love your stuff. I love your team. You guys are just crushing it, and we wish you nothing but the best of luck.
14: Thank you so much for having us on here for the kind words, and I would love to be back. Thanks,
1: All right, uh, All right. Ari David, everybody, the founder and editor-in-chief of Upward News, and uh, we're going to get this guy back. I, I, like, I like how they think. All right, we're going to uh, take a quick break here, folks. When we come back, your phone calls. It is Open Line Friday. Whatever you want to talk about, we're going to talk about today. And if you got a good recipe, we'll take that too. All right, 844 747 8868 is our telephone number. That's 844 747 8868. This is The Todd Stern Show. Music. Welcome back, everybody. Good to have you with us. 844-747-8868 is our telephone number. Let's uh, go to the lines here. Madison, Wisconsin. Nelson on the line. Hi, Nelson. What's, what's going on?
9: Oh, Todd, you got to see what just happened here today at the school board meeting. They have officially here in Madison banned math and banned science. They feel it's obsolete due to to artificial intelligence, and they've replaced it exclusively with gender studies. I I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well,
1: well, Nelson, I find that very hard to believe that they would cancel math and and science. I'm not all that surprised that they would uh, replace it with gender studies, though, but appreciate that call. We'll check into that. Can we fact check, Nelson, please? Uh, This story out of Roanoke, Virginia. I just want to say you're going to be so encouraged by the story you're about to hear. And we have it up on ToddSterns.com. So the the young ladies at, uh, at Roanoke College, they're called the Maroons. That's the name of their teams. The, they're the Lady Maroons, and they have a swim team. And uh, the, the girls were called in, and they said, hey, we've got some news for you. We're adding a boy to your team. Now, this young man had was a male swimmer. He swam with the boys the first year of his college career, and uh, he decided that he's become a a woman, and now he wants to swim with the girls. Now, we have been telling you from day one that the only way to fight back against this, this nonsense is for the girls to unify and stand together as one. And if you can do that, you're going to win the day. So all of the girls, all the girls on the swim team held a press conference. And they laid it out there. They had their moms with them. Riley Gaines was there, the uh, former NCAA swimmer. Um, and they held a press conference, and they said, hey, look, this is not right. We're very concerned that that our records are going to be jeopardized, all of this stuff. Here's one of the team captains, Lily Mullins, cut number 11.
15: As our school year began, we were left in the dark. So like, no matter what we said, no matter what legitimate concerns we brought forward, we were met with the poor advice to remain patient. There were conversations being had by the people at the top who were going to control what would happen to us. I sat meeting after meeting next to my fellow captains, discussing every possible unknown without getting concrete answers. Some of these meetings lasted over two hours, leaving me drained and unable to focus on the things that I needed to get done for school. I spent hours staring at blank sheets of paper, hoping that the math I needed to turn in the next day would write itself. Most nights I gave up on homework and went to bed, or at least I tried to. My lights were off, my curtains were closed, but my mind would not let me sleep. I tried listening to meditations to see if that could calm my nerves, but the feelings of angst never disappeared. I questioned my purpose for swimming, a sport that I've competed in for 15 years now. The reason why I spent all that time in the water became unclear. Why would I even try to swim if I was going to have to race against a biological man? My defeat was written in biology at that point. There was no heart
1: grit that could overcome the laws of nature. So the, the school was telling them, hey, look, yeah, we're, we're going to stick with the male swimmer here. He's got a right to swim with you girls. And uh, the, the, the kid was bad. Every time a girl would raise a complaint, the, the male swimmer would get all up in a tizzy. Well, I'm just going to kill myself because of the way you girls are treating me. I'm going to throw myself off a building. I mean, can you imagine that? What was the, the the trauma these girls were having to endure? And apparently, uh, the guy they had to change practices because the guy said his his estrogen levels were giving him a problem, and they literally had to change. I'm not making this up. It's terrible. Uh, here's one of the mobs of the swimmers. Cut fourteen.
16: We expected our girls to learn things like time management, coachability, the benefits of hard work, learning to win with humility and lose with dignity. And I'm certain we can close our eyes and have the image of that little girl with bright eyes, a big smile, excited to share with us, but they did a practice, build their dreams, and talk about what makes everyone swim that we But never in our wildest dreams did we ever imagine that swimming and sports would teach those girls to be quiet, that they would have to compete with men. And to stifle all their excitement and all their hopes and dreams for the benefit of a man. In the name of inclusion, we as a nation have remained silent for way too long while our girls have to pay the price. This summer, my daughter was getting ready to leave for college, and as a captain of the team, she was making nameplates for the girls. She made one for someone that used to be on the men's team, and I pointed at it and I said, uh, What's this? My daughter replied to me, I don't know what's going to happen. I can only hope that someone at the school or the NCAA recognizes the complete unfairness that this is going to bring.
10: The irony in her
16: statement is that anyone with a shred of common sense knows that it is not fair for male athletes to compete against women. We all watched Leah Thomas. We believe the rules have been righted. Well, they haven't. The NCAA continues to allow men to compete against women. USA Swimming believes that only the most elite women in the US deserve
17: fair sport at the Olympics. Okay, the enough of this. With-
1: I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. The the audio there is my apologies. Um so look here's the deal. So the girls decided to take a stand. Long story short, the dude decided to leave the team. And that's how you win. That is how you win when you're dealing with these people. And it's a horrible thing what these ladies are having to go through. And uh, I, I got a text message last night. Somebody said, Todd, I don't understand. Why are you not calling them biological girls? Because the, it's redundant. They are girls. That guy is a guy. And, and we're not moving forward. We're just, we, we just simply do not believe on this program that transgenderism actually exists. There's no such thing as a transgender person. God made you male or female. That's it. And I know that over at Fox News, and just so you understand, when you're looking at Fox News – If you notice in all of their journalism, their reporting, it's very interesting. They embrace the transgender movement. They will use the wrong pronouns when writing stories or having people on. And just keep in mind, Caitlyn Jenner is one of the stars at Fox News Channel. But here on this program, we're not buying into that nonsense. And that's what it is. It's nonsense. People need help. They don't, need, they don't need acceptance. They need help. And I refuse to accept a lie. That's all. You're a boy or you're a girl. That's what God was making, and that's what God still makes. 844-747-8868 is our phone number. That's 844-747-8868. We're going to be taking your calls in the next hour of the show, open line Friday. So really, whatever you want to talk about, we will talk about also, just a reminder, head over to the website, help us out with our Radiothon. We want to finish the week really strong. We'd like to get to about five, five, dollars $10,000. Uh, I would be ecstatic. Our goal, $20,000 that we're trying to raise for Alliance Defending Freedom. You can do that by going to our website and clicking on the banner, um, and uh, and all the information is there. Uh, by the way, tonstarns.com. we've got another crazy story. A teacher has been ordered to remove a cross and a Bible verse from her classroom. I guess she's a Hobby Lobby gal because she's got the uh, a verse from Jeremiah on the wall. And the school district has now ordered the teacher to remove the Bible verse and the cross from the classroom. I'm going to explain what happened. We're going to do that after the break. So uh, we definitely want you to stick around. Uh, again, during the break, head over to the website, look around, check out our stories. And, of course, you can also help out our friends over at, over at Alliance Defending Freedom. All right, folks, hour three of the big show coming up. This is the Todd Starnes Radio Show.
0: From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toed Bible-clinging deplorable American. That's us, that's right, I love this American, right? Todd Starnes. All
1: right, well, hello everybody, welcome to the Todd Starnes radio program. So happy that you have chosen to hang out with us. We are now broadcasting on 140 radio stations around this great nation we call America, a nation we call home. And, uh, folks, we have got a lot to do this hour of the program. Our good buddy Pastor Robert Jeffers is going to drop by, uh, has a a brand-new book coming out, and we're also going to talk to him about a controversy surrounding a very well-known minister. His name is Andy Stanley, and uh, Andy has um, tens of thousands of people who uh, attend his church, and he's also very influential among younger pastors. And there's a lot of controversy surrounding his um, whether, well, his endorsement or rather his embracing of the LGBT movement in the church itself. So we're going to be getting Dr. Jeffers to weigh in on that. I want to start though in uh, in Terre Haute, Indiana, and we have this story up on our website, ToddSterns.com, and this is uh, this is really a shameful story. Uh, A teacher at a middle school there, Honey Creek Middle School in Terre Haute, Indiana, has been ordered to remove a Bible verse and a Latin cross from her classroom. So it turns out, as the story goes, that a parent, a concerned parent, raised the issue and said they were very aggrieved by this Bible and this cross in the teacher's classroom. The Bible verse, by the way, from the Old Testament book of Jeremiah. I'm going to read this to you, and if you're an atheist, you better brace yourself because you might get triggered. But here's the Bible verse that caused the problem. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. That's it. Anybody triggered by that? Anybody? Anybody? Hello? Anybody triggered in the back? No. Nope. All right, there you go. So, the Freedom from Religion Foundation, which is a radical gang of atheists and agnostics, uh, they're based in Wisconsin, and they sent a letter. Can I just stop here for a moment? I, these people—they love to bully small towns and cities, and they love to go after the kids. And I—I I don't know why they're just—they're—they're they're lunatics. These people. And they're not nice atheists, and that's the issue. I've actually known some nice atheists. Had an atheist neighbor once, and you, he's he was the kind of a guy you'd want to invite over to the barbecue, right? You want to grill out some burgers, hot dogs? The atheist would show up, and uh, and this was a meat-eating atheist, so that was good. Uh, but anyway, look, the vegan atheists, don't even get me started. So all I'm saying is that um, not all atheists are like this. So they they just want to live their life and go for it. But not the Freedom from Religion Foundation. These people want to literally eradicate Christianity in the public marketplace. That's what they want to do. So they send a nasty letter and they demand that these materials be removed. And they say, and I want to read this to you, this is the, so you can understand their thinking. They're, they're saying that the school district is violating the law. They say they have an obligation to remain neutral toward religion. And they said, please remove the cross and the Bible verse from display. By the way, they always lowercase the Bible. These people. I just mm. Anyway, I went to, the, went to the, the, the law. And what does the law say? And the law is very clear that teachers do not surrender their constitutional rights at the schoolhouse door. The, the teachers are well within their rights to post the Bible verse and the cross. I just want to be clear here: not a single person spontaneously converted at the side of the cross. Not a single child that we know of. The teacher was not conducting a Billy Graham-style revival service in the classroom. All right, so just so, so you're aware. Anyway, they send the nasty letter, and sure enough, the school district's attorney said,
12: "Oh, we're so sorry."
1: I mean, they got puckered in the you-know-where, and uh, they were they were horrified. Please don't sue us, please. We we surrender. We 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 are removing the cross. We're taking the Bible. Burn it! Burn it all! So they made the teacher like cleanse. They had to Christian. They had to cleanse the classroom of anything that was related to Christianity. They tossed the the Bible verse and the cross. Jesus, so I have a thought here, and I know we have some listeners in Terre Haute. Uh, Terre Haute, and uh, I I just want to uh, offer this as some advice. First of all. Every church-going person in in that town needs to mobilize. Every pastor ought to be addressing this issue from the pulpit on Sunday morning. Every Sunday school teacher, every youth pastor, you ought to be organizing peaceful protests. And most importantly, thousands of you need to turn out at the next school board meeting to let these elected leaders know they will not tolerate a bunch of godless, Heathens who may or may not be lactose intolerant from Wisconsin throw the Almighty out of the classroom. It's really that simple. And if we would start doing that every time these atheists, every time these wacko progressives, every time the pronoun confused crowd, every time they try to do something like this, if all of us showed up and peacefully stood there and stood our ground, this would all stop. It would be very simple. All right, I want to go to the phones here, 844-747-8868. Let's say hello to Mike in Chattanooga, Tennessee, listening to us on our great affiliate, Nuga Radio. Hey, Mike. Hey, how are you, Todd? Doing well, Glad thank
6: you. you. As usual, every day. I want to avoid hitting on the cross-controversy. People forget the second part of the First Amendment, which says, Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion, nor prohibit the free exercise thereof, nor prohibit. Now that Fourteenth Amendment has the Bill of Rights applying to all the states, from the doll catcher to the president, if you get a government check, so they cannot prohibit the free exercise of religion in any way, shape, or form. So what they're doing is unconstitutional. She needs to say, prove it to me that this is illegal and unconstitutional, and do something about it. Say so do something about it. If they fire her, if they remove it, and then and then replace it with something like Thou shalt not kill and see if they have a problem with that, because our whole judicial system and common law is based on our biblical doctrine. That's the foundation of our our republic.
1: They're going to have to chisel it off the Supreme Court building.
6: Yeah, and then they should need to follow up with a satanic first and see if they allow that. You know, we, we have to fight. We live in a country, and this is, we're not Europe. We're fighters. We have an adversarial system. She needs to stand her ground and be adversarial, like in Congress. And I'm so glad they got rid of that that loser who was the speaker. And you know, Newt Gingrich is Newt Gingrich is getting time on television. You kidding me? The 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 contract with America guy that didn't reduce government one bit, who stood over his his wife's, uh, almost corpse, getting her to to sign a, a divorce decree while he was with his girlfriend. That creep he's he's not he's a rhino i'm so glad we're looking at all these rhinos Todd that are it's now we're finding out they're getting money from ukraine these are criminals these are nothing less than criminals you Republicans are being found out at least we know the Democrats are a bunch of unmurdering socialist uh, uh, scum we know that they admit to it in everything they do you republicans are a bunch of phony phony
1: that's what it is. Look, Mike, you're not wrong at all. And, uh, look, we have got Newt Gingrich very disappointed in Speaker Newt uh, because, by the way, he did the exact same thing that Matt Gates just did, right? And so I don't. I'm not sure why all of these folks over at Fox News, you know, they worship the ground Newt Gingrich walks on, but they're going to turn around and they're going to, you know, throw Matt Gates uh, to the wolves. I mean, come on that that's a load. That's a load of hooey, Mike. Real quick, I want to get your opinion on this uh, this news item just coming down uh, that 45 45 Republicans in the House are now calling for a fundamental change in the rules. So they want to remove the rule. That McCarthy originally agreed to that uh, would have that would have uh, allowed one person, just one person, to call for a motion to vacate the chair. They want to go back to the way it used to be, where you had to have a majority vote to make that happen. Mike, what do you think about that?
6: I think it's ridiculous. It's, it's typical of the rhinos. They're they're infuriated that they cannot continue to work with the Democrats behind the scenes to continue to rape America financially and otherwise. It's obvious. I mean, no, I absolutely, 100% disagree. I, I believe in the power of one, Todd, as the public, the power of one. And and we, we he showed us, Get showed us what the power of one can do. And w- watch what unfolds now. Watch when Jim takes over. Watch what unfolds. And Trump needs to get on board with this. The Republican Party is not dysfunctional now. He is showing it that it's, he's showing us that it's functioning properly the way it should be. That when you see criminal activity, and you see the party that's supposed to be operating in your best interest is now colluding behind the scenes with the enemy, that has to be revealed, uncovered. And No, you know, let me tell you what you have. Real to quick, Mike, we got about speaker, thirty seconds. The former speaker should maybe go go to prison and be tried for treason for accepting what it looks like money from overseas. This is how we how are we dealing with this in our republic. If this were Trump. Oh my! He'd be buried under the jail.
1: All right, Mike. Would, we, Mike, we got to leave it there. We've got to run. We are super late for a break here, but it is good hearing from you and uh, folks. Mike, a lot to unravel there. Uh, but the the breaking news here is that at least forty five of McCarthy's allies are now calling for a change in the vote. They want to go back to the way it used to be, and they don't want to allow somebody else to stand up and call for a motion to vacate the chair. You think that's a good idea? Who do you think the next Speaker of the House ought to be? Is it going to be Steve Scalise? Is it going to be Jim Jordan? We had a congressman on yesterday who suggested there might be a few other names that are being thrown into the mix. Also, President Trump is going to be showing up in Washington. He'll be meeting with House Republicans on Tuesday. And there's a lot of scuttlebutt that maybe even President Trump might be at least a temporary Speaker is that a good idea, or should Trump focus on running for the White House? 844-747-8868 is our telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. This is The Todd Stard Show. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns radio program. Happy to have you with us on this open line Friday edition of the show. And let's get to the phones. 844-747-8868. Let's go to Jerry in Milwaukee. Uh, Jerry, welcome. You're on the program. What's on your mind?
7: Yeah, um, I have to disagree with you on on this. You know, I, I basically agreed with you the last time about the coaches who doing the baptism because it wasn't, Official. It, you know, it wasn't done officially, but you you can't have Bible verses or, like, a cross in a public school classroom, because the teacher's acting as an agent of the government. That's what they are, and students have the free exercise rights not to have an agent of the government to try to have them become a certain religion. I mean, most people would agree if there were, like, like an Islamic Quran verse on a wall, an Islamic crescent, in the classroom most of your you people most christians would agree to that you people that would be wrong well most christians most conservatives would agree to that but why why is the you know the christian cross okay
1: well the teacher is allowed to the the department of education says that the teacher can display those things in the classroom and that according to their regulations the teacher's religious rights do not end at the schoolhouse door and and no. we we just had the supreme court weigh in on this with the coach uh, Joe Kennedy who uh, wanted to pray at the end of the football games and they used the the state used the same argument you just made and the and the supreme court said no that's not what the constitution says and they gave the coaches rights back
7: no, well, well, one, I kind of disagree with the Coach Kennedy thing, but I think wow. this so is more listen. But, but they, again, are they an agent of the government? Is a teacher part of the government? Are they instructing students? Are students in a classroom and they're getting a Bible verses on the wall? So they're, get, they're being told by the government to believe or to follow this religion or this religion is encouraged on those students. I, I don't understand why people are okay with that because it's not a simply a free exercise
1: right of the teacher. But it it's is, and students. and when it comes to the government, Jerry, we're well, all well, the, the government. Students. We're all the government.
7: I'm not. I'm not in the government. I don't work for you. Pay your tax uh, money. You're part okay. of the
1: government, my friend. If you what, pay what tax I'm money. Trading-
7: I'm not using governmental authority. I'm not part of the. I'm not an employee of the government, so I'm not using government authority. That teacher is using governmental authority over those students. Do they have a right to go in a classroom and not have religious verses pressured onto them?
1: Nobody's pressuring a child. I just told you, nobody got nobody's being forced to convert here. The teacher has a little Bible verse poster on the wall, and she's got a little cross. That's perfectly allowed under the Constitution. No, it's not. But you would be. No, fine it isn't. With the, the Supreme Court just ruled on it. The
7: Supreme, the Supreme Court has been weak on law Well, law you, they violations. may be weak,
1: but they made the ruling, Jerry, so there you go. Okay,
7: and then again, you would be perfectly fine with the teacher leaving, um, you know, readings of the Quran or putting posting on the wall of the Quran.
1: Oh, I'm, if the teacher wants to do that as the teacher's classroom. As long as they're not converting people to Islam, I got no problem with that.
7: Right, but I think this is By kind the way, of like trying to convert it, t- teachers, students to
1: Christianity. Let me knock. Let me let me make it very simple. If you've got t- it, it, look. If if you're going to let the teachers fly the gay pride flags in the classroom, you got to let is them. That relig-
7: ha- that's not a religion. But that's not well, a religion. I would per- sincerely disagree with, with that. Clause. I think it's it is not, a religion. It's not Todd. I mean, you could like say where figuratively, it's like religion, but it's not. Oh, it's, it's a it's hedonistic
1: le- religion, but it's a religion. <laughs>
7: All right, Jerry, we got to run. We
1: got to run. We're running late for a break here. Jerry from Milwaukee. Uh, folks, agree or disagree, the Constitution has already ruled on this. Let's go to Pete in Iowa watching us on our getter feed. Hi, Pete. What's going on?
18: Hey, just to uh, sort of tag into that last two comments or back mic. How about we have the 10-4? It's like a old radio when you 10 uh, men understood but how about 10 posters in the class number 1 thou shall not kill number 2 thou shall not steal now number 3 is lie and then covet or greed how about if we do a 10 4 us it's just you shall not kill steal lie and covet would they have a problem with that <laughs> that's
1: a, look it's a great question uh, the Ten Commandments. You know, if they've got a, if you can't have the Ten Commandments in a classroom, you are going to have to chisel them off of the Supreme Court building.
18: Yeah, and just do a ten-four. I'll, I'll go murder, <laughs>
1: steal,
18: kill, and greed. You know, I, I see I'll what compromise you're saying. with them. <laughs> they, they can add the other six. I'll have my other six. And but thanks for a great show, Todd.
1: All right, hey Pete, the, you keep it real there in Iowa, and uh, our. Our thoughts and prayers are with the people of Iowa and New Hampshire. they got so many politicians going through that place. What a mess it is. All right, we've got Murph in Tennessee, Steve in Atlanta. Guys, I'm going to ask you to hang tight because I know we're coming up on a break here. Uh, It's also a great time to remind you that millions of people have made the switch to Newsmax, real news you can trust. I watch it all the time. President Trump loves Newsmax. And by the way, Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If your operator, cable operator, doesn't carry Newsmax, give them a call and say, I want Newsmax. And don't forget to download the free Newsmax app on your iPhone, your Android. It is absolutely free, and you can start watching anytime. So get the Newsmax app now, get Newsmax at home, and make the switch today, folks. You won't look back. We'll be right back, America. <music> All right. Man, it is Friday. Are you guys having a good time today? We are rocking and rolling, America. 844-747-8868. Real quick, let's go to Murph in Appling, Tennessee, listening to us on the Mighty 990. Now, Murph, you used to be a school teacher, history teacher.
5: Yes, sir. American government taught it for twenty-two years and then um food for thought to this last uh commentary the constitution says congress shall make no law okay unless somebody can correct this at one time all 48 state constitutions required the day the uh, school day to open with prayer that was written in every state constitution at one time and then the warren court comes along and negates all that for some absurd reason that the state Whatever the state is, is, you know, forcing, is expressing religion on kiddos. But Congress, to the best of my knowledge and my study, never made a law that required public schools to have prayer or Bible reading. It's a state issue, and it should have stayed there. And another, one more thing. Um, justice story. A legendary member of the United States Supreme Court at one time made a, a, um, uh, it may have been a dissension or it may have been a majority opinion of the First Amendment, stating that the First Amendment in his quote-unquote, not exactly paraphrased, or paraphrased his writings, the First Amendment was there to protect the promotion of Christian and Judeo values. Because that's what a republic is established upon. It's not established upon Mohammedism. It's not established upon Buddhism or Taoism right. or any other Eastern religion. And that was his specific statement to promote Judeo Christian values. Madison said the same thing, and Johnny Adams said the same thing, and so did Washington. It's all over their writings. So, Food for thought, boys. Food for thought.
1: Murph, it's great food. You fed us a buffet today, and uh, we appreciate you. Thanks for thanks for phoning in our good friend Murph from Appling, Tennessee. I want to go right away to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Great to have our good friend, pastor of the First Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas, Dr. Robert Jeffress with us. A brand-new book out, and folks, I have every single one of his books this one is called The Ten, How to Live and Love in a World that Has Lost Its Way. Dr. Jeffress, good to have you with us today. Great to be back with you, Todd. Well, before we get into the book, um, I wanted to, to get you to weigh in on the chaos of the day. And the chaos happens to be within the church itself. And we've been following the back and forth between Dr. Al Mohler over at South uh, Southern Seminary and Andy Stanley uh, what's going on there? Is this something that we should be concerned about, or is this just a mega church conflict that we should just ignore?
2: No, I think we ought to be concerned about it. And look, Andy Stanley is a gifted communicator. Uh, when I was youth minister here at First Baptist Dallas, he was the teacher of our college department, and he packed people in because of his clear teaching of Scripture. Unfortunately, he has issued a muddled message in what he's doing right now. On one hand, he articulates a very biblical view of marriage and of sexuality. Sex is between a man and a woman and a marriage relationship, and to be a Christ follower, you have to embrace that. And yet, at the same time he's saying that, he's also having this conferences at his church to help parents of children who are showing same-sex interest and tendencies. And among the speakers he has there is a homosexual couple, two men, who are openly engaged in a homosexual relationship. And he refers to them as Christ followers, trying to give advice uh, to parents about how to deal with their children. There is nothing that a practicing homosexual or a practicing a has to say that comes from God uh, that will minister to people who are in need. We ought to be compassionate toward parents who are trying to figure this thing out, but we don't need to have a muddled message. We need to stick to the biblical truth that sex is between a man and a woman. I don't think parents ought to turn their back on their children or cut off communication. They ought to love them and keep communication open with them, but it needs to be the communication of the right message, not a muddled
1: message. We're, we're seeing a sort of a confluence of events here, and, and then the Catholic Church is dealing with a whole, I think, a much bigger, more severe issue, uh, where it's, it looks like it's getting very close to, uh, to affirming same-sex marriages or unions, and you wonder, Pastor Jeffers, what happens when you have the two largest denominations in America that have really sort of gone off, the, they've been unmoored from their foundations?
2: Well, I think, you know, it's the case. Jesus said, as Christ followers, we need to be salt and light. Salt is what prevented the decay of meat and delayed the decay of meat. But Jesus said if salt becomes saltless, loses its tastiness, its tartness, it's good for nothing. And I think this is a misguided attempt by churches to minister to people. They think, well, if we adopt their values, we can minister to them better. No, Christians are never called to become like the world. We're to try to transform the world to be like Jesus Christ, and we never do that by compromising our message.
1: The, let's, let's talk about this new book, because it, it does seem like the world has lost its way, and, you know, topsy-turvy, I think, is the way some people describe it. Tell us about the book, and what's the focus?
2: Yeah, well, the book is called The Ten. It's a fresh look at the Ten Commandments. And, Todd, none of your listeners would disagree with the idea that we have lost our way. And uh, I think about back in 1863, in the middle of the Civil War, Abraham Lincoln issued his first proclamation for a day of repentance and prayer. And in that written proclamation, he asked the question, why is our nation being torn apart? and he answered his own question. He said, because we have forgotten God. That was true 160 years ago. It's true today. Uh, the problem is we think our way of living is better than God's way. In my new book, The Ten, it's really a fresh look at the 3,500-year-old Ten Commandments and why they are applicable today and why they really are the best way to live.
1: We, we, just, had a, we just had a story out of uh, Indiana where a teacher was ordered to remove um a bible verse from her classroom wall from the old testament book of jeremiah and uh, it it you know we we had some callers pointing out well okay what about the 10 commandments is that is that going to get the evo next i mean this is sort of foundational well, it, already got the it
2: got the hevo in 1980 in Stone versus Graham in which the uh, Supreme Court said it dealt with a, the case dealt with displaying the Ten Commandments in Kentucky schools, not teaching them, just displaying them and in Stone versus Graham the Supreme Court said no, you can't post them because quote if posted copies of the Ten Commandments are to have their desired effect, it might cause school children to read, venerate, and perhaps Obey the commandments, and this is not a permissible objective under the Establishment Clause. I mean, have you heard anything so Looney Tunes? We can't post the commandments because kids might actually obey them. I think, with all of this uh, legitimate concern about school children, uh, shootings that are going on, uh, wouldn't it help maybe if we could put back up the words on the uh, classroom walls thou shalt not kill? Todd, I'm reminded of what God said to Hosea the prophet in Hosea 4.6. He said, because you have forgotten me and my law, I will forget your children. And that's exactly what we're seeing happening in America. I'm not saying posting the Ten Commandments is the only solution for school violence, but it's certainly the starting place to remind kids there is a God to whom we are accountable.
1: Pastor Robert Jemfers on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line today and has a brand new book out called The Ten, How to Live and Love in a World that Has Lost Its Way. Pastor, I'm I'm curious about uh, church attendance here at First Baptist Dallas. So, so many churches around the nation, people really struggle to get back into the pews, and um, there's been a big issue with getting young people, especially, back into the church. But you guys have not had that that issue at First Baptist Dallas. Why? Why is that?
2: We took a normal dip during the pandemic for about seven weeks. We were trying to be good neighbors and went to. Uh, Uh, streaming for about seven weeks, and then we opened back up, and uh, uh, God has just been blessing the church this last Sunday. We had a special event with Lee Strobel. We had the highest attendance we've had in the last three Easter Sundays, had over a 1,000 visitors, and had over a 100 people come to faith in Christ. So God is blessing uh, many churches right now, not all churches, but many of them. But to be honest, I think it's been a hard road back for some churches. But I tell you what, the churches that remained uh, open for as much of the time as they possibly could remain open are faring better than churches that shut down for six months or a year.
1: All right. Well, we uh, just appreciate your great work and your great ministry, uh, and the new book. It's uh, folks, you got to read this one. It's called "The Ten: How to Live and Love in a World That Has Lost Its Way." Uh, what you preaching about on Sunday, Doctor Jeffers?
2: Starting a brand new series in the book of Ephesians called uh, Holy Living in an
1: Unholy World. I, lo- I love it. Very timely sermons and books these days. <laughs> All right. Dr. Well, we're
2: looking forward to having you at First Baptist, Todd.
1: Looking forward to getting down there again. Uh, Dr. Jeffers, always appreciate you and uh, thank you. Please tell Mrs. Jeffers we said hello. I sure will. Thanks so much. All right. Great family there, uh, the Jeffers family. First Baptist, Dallas. And, uh, folks, if you're in the Dallas, Texas area, you got to go. It's one of the sweetest, kindest churches, uh, just good, good people. And Pastor Jeffers, if you haven't heard him preach before, you don't know what you're missing. Uh, it's it's pretty powerful. By the way, if you want to get a copy of the book, go to our live show blog. We have links there. Uh, you can also go to Pastor Jeffers's uh, site, ptv.org. That's ptv.org, and uh, you'll be able to get a copy of the book there. All right, this, again, is Open Line Friday. A chance for you to weigh in on the big issues of the day. Give us a call, 844-747-8868. Again, our telephone number, 844-747-8868. This is The Todd Stern Show. All right, welcome back ladies and gentlemen to the Todd Touchstones Radio Program. Don't forget our radiothon. We want to finish strong. We want to finish with um with a big number. Uh we'll take $5,000 for our first week, but if we but I think we can make it to 10. And we'd love for you to head over to touchstones.com and click on our champion for freedom banner and you're going to help us uh, help out our good friends over at Alliance Defending Freedom today. All right, let's go to the phones here. Suzanne in Alabama. Hi, Suzanne. How are you today?
17: I'm well, Todd. Hope you're doing well. I'm praying about that foot, too.
1: Oh, sweet. The my slippers help. I'm going to be honest with you, but uh, I'm ready to to get fixed.
17: Great, great. Well, we are, too. We want you well. Um, I just wanted to comment about this whole situation in the Figo County. Um, I'm very disappointed that they caved to this out-of-town FFRF. Um, group, and it's obvious to me, I was looking at your website, they don't understand what education is, what the process of education is. These parents in this community have entrusted these children under the tutelage of this teacher. All teachers have a source of inspiration, whether it's in Christ or, or something else. So to say that that element can't exist and this teacher needs to remove that is totally unrealistic and out of line and I I think that this this school corporation needs to get behind that teacher tell those people to get out of town.
1: Suzanne I'm with you and I know they've attacked um several folks there in Alabama most recently uh, Auburn University with coach Hugh oh, Freeze. Yeah. Uh, so, so I, I think if, if we can start standing up and getting out and you don't have to be mean and nasty about it, just get up and show up. I think we're going to be able to push back. And and I think that's why these elected leaders, they need to know that we're going to have their back on this stuff. Absolutely. All right. Well, Suzanne, thank you for that call and thank you for listening. And let's go to Atlanta. Steve on the line. Hi, Steve, what's on your mind today?
3: Hey, Todd. Well, Two quick points. Then my main point about impeachment, if you will indulge me. Okay. So number one, thank you for standing up unapologetically against what I call female impersonators. Okay. Number two, it's really a shame when we have people like Obama and Bill Clinton and Andy Stanley, I'm not saying he's like them, but they're, they're good orators. They're good speakers. They're convincing, but for the wrong message, they're promoting the wrong message. Now, What I really called up about is impeachment of Biden about the border. These offenses were done in office. That's unequivocal. You can't can't argue against it. So this should have been the impeachment a year and a half ago. I've called uh, my own congressman. I've called uh, Comer, the head of the Ways and Means. I've called Jim Jordan's office more than once. And I hope some others out there, perhaps yourself, would be would would do the same sorts of things, which is promote the uh, within the next couple of weeks because we don't need an impeachment inquiry. We already have all the data we need on the increased fentanyl deaths, the human trafficking, the child trafficking, the dead bodies strewn all across northern Mexico and, and in the southwestern United States, all at the feet of Joe Biden since he took office, not this clown show that is going to be obfuscated, delayed, and and, and, and whatever, Uh, by the left as the impeachment inquiry, which is now ongoing, continues to go on and it, it won't stop until it's too late. But with the impeachment, everybody says, well, the Senate won't get rid of him. That's not the point. The point is to expose him by impeachment so that the media can't ignore it. The impeachment is a big enough deal that the media will have to cover it, getting to millions more Americans than would otherwise have been reached by these crimes and treason by the Biden administration at the southern border all right let me jump That's in here yeah. no
1: point no it, it, it's it's really the only point right now steve and uh, newsmax a little while ago i was watching uh, newsmax during the break uh they've got up to 600 illegals that are now being shipped up to new york city every single day and that and, and you better believe that the locals there in new york we've already seen this happen on staten island in chicago we've seen the outrage in chicago I think this is the perfect storm to bring that specific issue to the floor, because you are right. The president has a constitutional obligation to protect our borders, and he is not doing that. And and that's the issue. We don't need an inquiry. We don't need any hearings. To your point, Steve, we have all the evidence we need right there at the border and across the border. So it's, it's a great idea. It's a great thought. And let's hope the new Speaker of the House, whoever that person may be, is going to actually take all this stuff seriously. I don't know about you. I'm tired of the hearings. I really am. I'm just tired of it all. And it's time for some action. And we got to get moving on this. Steve, appreciate the call. And uh, thank you for for listening to the program today. Uh, Folks, just a reminder, head over to the website ToddStearns.com. We've got the free podcast for you. And we also have the free newsletter, and you can also pre-order a copy of my new book. You can do that at Amazon, Barnes and Noble, wherever you get your book. It's called "Twilight's Last Gleaming: Can America Be Saved?" And I'm really excited for you to read this book. It'll officially be out in March, so uh, we've got a lot, a lot to look forward to. We're going to be hitting the road with a big book signing and a book tour uh, during uh, 2024. It's going to be a crazy 2024. Uh, with the book coming out and, of course, the presidential election. All right, folks, that is going to wrap it up. I, just, again, thank you so much for the great work you're doing with our Radiothon, Alliance Defending Freedom. All this weekend, you can go to the website, and you can make a donation at toddstarns.com. And don't forget, uh, wow, we've got, uh, geez, Lou, the podcast coming out in a matter of moments. Our newsletter going to be coming out as well. Want to thank our great team here in Memphis at our flagship station. You folks have a great Friday, and whatever you do, be sure to go to church this weekend.